Welcome back to another episode of Highlighted, the All Sports Culture Podcast. Today is not a regular episode. This is probably, you know, one of our favorites that we do every year before the NFL season kicks off. We're all NFL junkies. We love it. It's finally back. Let's fucking go. Today, we all we all got dressed up. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave a like, leave a comment with your predictions down below. Today, we're going to be doing our regular season playoff predictions and um, awards for the NFL season. All three of us have come together. We do this every single year. We love it. So, um, obviously, we're going to start off with our regular season predictions first. We want to go by division. I think that's what we settled on. Yeah. Okay. So, um, do you guys want to say anything before we start? Any any rules that I might have missed that we're going to, you know, go over, but we're kind of just going to run down our division records, right? Yeah, just division records. Then we'll get straight into uh, award predictions. Then we'll finish it off with, like, the playoff predictions. Who we think winning it all. I'm just excited for the season. It's in two days yeah. from now. It's going to be unreal. Uh, yep. Two days from it. now, kicks off. Bucks, Cowboys, pretty good game to start it off. Uh, rip Zach Martin, Zach Martin with the COVID. Going to hurt my Zeke stock in fantasy, but it's okay. We'll deal with it. Um, let's start off with, how about we start off with the NFC South? Okay. How does okay. that sound? All right. All right. So here we go. Are we going to just, do you want to say all four of my teams, then you guys go? Do you want to start with who we have finishing first? I think we should go four seed, four seed, four seed, three seed, three seed, three seed, because then okay. it's kind of like a little bit of anticipation behind each one, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Makes it a little bit more fun. Yeah. All right. Um, for the NFC South, who do I have finishing fourth? <clears throat> I got the Falcons. Falcons in fourth. Um, I have them at five and twelve. I have the Falcons at. Fourth place as well, finishing with a three and fourteen record. Oh, three wins wow. for the Falcons. Falcons uh, are not going to be good. Look, I have the Falcons in fourth also, but they are at six and eleven. Um, l- let me just say this: they're going to p- put up a shit ton of points, um, and that's enough to win you games. I know their defense is probably the worst in the NFL, but let's be real here: they're going to put up a shit ton of points. Sam's a big Kyle Pitts guy. And Calvin Ridley. And oh, Arthur Smith. Of course, of course. I love Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Just the thing is, as we get to more teams in the NFC, I'm going to be higher on them than I am Atlanta. And if that's the case. I would hope so. Yeah. yeah you think exactly. they're going to like, you think they're going to regress because they had a, what, where were they? Four and 12 last year. I mean, they'll be they'll be around the same, maybe like a, another win or two, but I don't think anything spectacular. I don't think Matt Ryan's going to have all that great of a year, even though he's obviously at 36 years old, still a fine option for Atlanta. The offense is going to be solid, but like we alluded to earlier, the defense. I like Arthur Smith. Obviously, we praised him on the pod, but not enough to where I'm uh, crediting him wins because of what he did as an OC. Love him, but we'll see. Um, and it's just... Obviously, with Tampa Bay in the division, I still think New Orleans is going to be competitive. Carolina is kind of a wild card. I just don't see Atlanta getting many wins. All right, well, let's talk about them. Finishing third, I got the Panthers at eight Panthers. and nine. I have the Panthers at five and 12. Okay. I have the Panthers also at six and 11. Okay. I, I'm the highest on the Panthers, it looks like. Yeah, seems um, like it. Yeah, I, I, I think Sam Darnold uh, in the preseason game, he played pretty well. He looked pretty solid. This is the best, you know, roster he's had, best coaching. 
of his career. I don't think he's going to turn into anything amazing, but I like the weapons on that team. I mean, McCaffrey, uh, DJ Moore, like it's, it's a solid, you know, Robbie Anderson, he's back with Robbie Anderson. That's someone he's, you know, comfortable with. I think he's going to have a solid year. The defense also has, you know, a, a decent amount of playmakers. They're pretty young. Uh, Brian Burns and like, um, they have that safety. I'm forgetting his name. He's very Jeremy good Chin. though. Yeah, yeah. Chin Jeremy is Chin, unreal. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have they have a lot of young playmakers. It's not the best unit, but it's pretty good. And I think that can get them around seven, eight wins. Although it will be a pretty competitive division because I think the Saints and the Bucks are obviously both pretty talented. I don't know. I just think their defense is so inexperienced and still needs room to grow. And I just don't trust Sam Darnold at this point. I just don't. I've been a big Sam Darnold-like campaigner for his first three years in the league. I've given up. Like, I, I'm happy he's getting a fresh start. He's I'm happy a he's team. getting a fresh start. But, I mean, dude, it's the Panthers taking a chance on Sam Darnold over taking, like, a Justin Fields is going to be looked at. Or Matthew complete. Stafford. Yeah, well, they offered the eighth and a future right. first for Stafford, which is yeah. crazy that the Lions declined that. But um, yeah, um, if you're done, Sam, um, Carolina, that's the thing. They have parts that make them a good team. Obviously, the receiving core is getting better by each year and adding Terrence Marshall, who's looked incredible in preseason, will only add to that incredible receiving core. CMC being back healthy adds a lot of electricity. And then Sam Darnold, I've always been a believer. I'm still going to think that with the fresh start, he can do pretty well, but it's still as an overall unit is not anything that stands out to me. The defense is a lot of question marks on it. There's good pieces like Sully alluded to with Shin, Brian Burns, but as an overall unit, I'm not a huge fan. I think that, like we said, Matt rule is probably, you know, even though Rivera, I think should have had the job still in Carolina, Matt rules done a great job. Loved him coming out of Baylor. So Carolina has good parts. I just think still they are a very young team. They're definitely heading in the right trajectory. I think they're a year or two too short before getting very competitive. And going 5-12 and 12 may be, obviously, you know, it's not a great thing only winning five games so with a high draft pick and they can add to that young core they already have. It should be something fun to see. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, in second place in the NFC South, I got the Saints, obviously. I have them finishing at 9-8. and eight. I have them finishing at 10 and seven. Ooh, wow. They make the playoffs uh, for you? No, they did not. Okay. Okay. I've got them at eight and nine. That's funny because I feel like Sam was the highest on the, like I wasn't that high on the Saints, but after I did the predictions, they had a pretty good record. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah same with me. Like it wasn't even really like I was extremely high on New Orleans. It just kind of was the way the games fell and, I don't know. With me, at least New Orleans, the defense is going to be solid. The offensive line is going to be solid. I think as much as I've shitted on Jameis in the past. I think he'll be decent. I think he'll be fine. Like the, I way, think, the way I did it was when I was looking at the schedule, if they played like a really good defense, it was an auto loss for me, for the yeah. Saints, because I think Jameis is, I mean, obviously he's very turnover prone. If he fixed that, who knows? But if they were playing like a Washington football team or like the Patriots, I had them losing. If they were playing a team that was like a had a pretty good offense but didn't have the best defense, I I think they could win those games. Yeah, it's just I don't really like if you I, I kind of looked at it like this. I initially had them at nine and eight, uh, like you, Sully. Um, but the thing is, I kind of looked at them and I was like, Jameis 
in Tampa, like the year before Tom Brady got there, Jameis had like the exact same team, essentially. Like, let's be honest, ex- minus Tristan Wirfs and, and Anton Winfield and Gronk. And he still was on a, what, seven and whatever team? Seven and nine, yeah. Yeah, that team just underperformed like crazy because you either get elite Jameis or you get dog shit Jameis. It's, you get him either one game or another or you get him on every other snap. It's just prone to happen. So I have them literally as a bipolar team. Because Jameis is going to be the thing that takes them as far as they can go. I also am not very high in this receiving core. I just think this receiving core is one of the worst in the league without Michael Thomas. And who knows what the <laughs> hell is going on with Michael Thomas. Um, but Kamara's in for a big year. I will give them that. Um, but they have enough great pieces to perform. And I would not be shocked if they finished 10-7, like you said, Kurt, because their coaching is so good. And um they have enough playmakers to make that work. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so first, obviously, we all have the Bucks. I have them at 14 and three. I have them at 15 and two. Wow. What do you have them at? Uh, 13, and, 13 and four. Okay. I mean, ten, we've already talked about this loads of times on the podcast, though. Tampa Bay has an easy schedule. They bring back everyone. If Kansas City goes 14 and two last year, and I would arguably, and I think some of you would agree, Tampa has a better roster than that Kansas City team last year. I think they can win four, 15 games. An extra game you're adding on, I think they win it. So I assume – oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. What were we going to ask? Uh, they're all our one seed? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I have a 16-1 and one team. Better <laughs> <laughs> be Green Bay. That's all I'm saying. Uh, no, but – I Washington. It is Washington. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Tampa – I don't even think we should spend too much time because we've been like praising Tampa for so long. It's just, what are we going to say? They're great offensively, defensively. They bring everyone back. Tom Brady, anything else? Yeah. Um, for me, I think they're going to do a little bit better in the regular season than they did last year, just because QBs in the first year and Arian system tend to struggle. They don't know the playbook entirely. Many QBs have come out and said that. Tom Brady said it himself. I think he's going to be more comfortable in that offense. They're going to have, you know, the chemistry issues that they might've had early on last year. They had a ton of penalties, like one of the most penalized teams in the league in the first like eight weeks last season. I don't think that's going to happen again. They're going to be much more consistent. Like they were in the back half of the season for the entire season this year. So that's why I kind of think they could win, you know, 13, 14 games. Yeah. Fair enough. They're more of a, let's talk about them in depth during the playoff talk. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> all right do we want to stick with nfc or do we want to go to like the afc south let's switch it up afc south all right let's go to the afc south um finishing in last place i assume we all have them finishing last place uh the houston texans i have yeah. them at two and 15 that might be the best record out of everyone i have them at one and 16 i also have them at one and 16 I said, Sam, you, who and do you have their one win against can you check that on this site yeah, you yes. can. You just you... click on the just click on their team and you'll see all the, the teams yeah. they played against. Uh I have it on Thursday night football against the Panthers solely because it's Me a too. home game on Thursday I, night. I swear <laughs> I had that too. Um I didn't really look much into it. I was just kind of like, they gotta win one game and I think it could come here. Um, but regardless, we can all agree Houston is a mess. But officially, Tyrod Taylor's the starter. So glad that was announced. If Deshaun Watson was their starter, I would have given them at least two or three more wins. Yeah. But the thing is, he's not going to play. 
Uh, Tyrod Taylor's, I mean, he's he's not like Deshaun Watson. He's not even close. He can't carry a team. Like this offense obviously is not great, regardless, out, outside the QB position. But uh Tyrod Taylor, like the last time he 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 brought the Bills to the playoffs, like he's solid. He's not the worst quarterback in the league. Um so I mean, yeah. I think he can sneak out a winner or two. Like I haven't beaten the Jets. And um, I have them beating that. I, I said they're going to beat the Titans in week 18. Um, I, I don't know how true that's going to be. That was a week 18 game. So uh, I, don't, I don't, week 18 is going to be interesting to me. Like you never know what's going to happen. I had the Titans already making the playoffs. Um, okay. And I don't, oh, I don't think okay. it affected their seed from what I remember. I'm looking at it right now. It didn't look like it did. So um, that's possible. But yeah, they'll probably get one or two wins usually it's it's very rare you see a team just not win it's football a lot can happen injuries crazy stuff ball bounces a different way but they are not very talented as a roster um in third place in the afc south i have the jaguars at five and twelve i have them at four and thirteen wow kurt same i have them at four and thirteen too i honestly wanted to put jacksonville at like two and 15, three and 14, but with Trevor at quarterback, I gave him the fourth win. I think that's kind of what they're going to be around. I've, and I said this on last podcast, um, Sam knows this, but Jacksonville is a fucking train wreck. And I just like, I can guarantee you by like halfway through the season, shit's just going to come out about how bad the organization is. The players are just like giving up. Like I don't trust anything that goes on the organization right now. Um, having Indianapolis and Tennessee in your division doesn't help because I think those are both two ca- playoff caliber teams. Jacksonville's going to suck, but Trevor will be a good like thing that they can take away from the season. I think he'll have a solid year. Yeah, I definitely agree. I've been a proponent of the Urban Meyer hire was a terrible hire when it happened, and I still feel that way. And now everyone's kind of waking up to it out of camp and i feel like during the season it's only going to ring more true and this guy is going to be the coach for a while uh what's funny is i have the jags starting 2-0 um so that could like be kind of funny if that happens everyone's going to overreact but then i have them losing uh 11 straight so almost like last year when they lost 15 straight (laughs) <laughs> and then they win two in a row and then they lose two in a row. So very up and down season, mainly down. Yeah. Fuck urban. That's, yeah, pretty, much, that's pretty much the whole uh, story here. Uh, second place. I got the Colts eight and nine. Wow. And it's low. funny. Cause I feel like I was a pretty, I was a like definitely in the Carson Wentz corner and earlier on in the off season, I said he was going to have a comeback season uh, I said when he signed the Colts, he'll make another Pro Bowl in his career. I don't, that probably won't be this year. I did say that originally. I don't know if I still believe that. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't really know where it went wrong for the Colts, honestly, because I'm decent. I mean, the defense is solid. The offensive line is obviously great. Um, the weapons aren't insane, but they're not horrible. They obviously have Jonathan Taylor with that offensive line. That'll be fine. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like they can, I would not be shocked if they get 10 wins, but I have them at eight and nine. I have in second place the Tennessee Titans. I talked about this. Wow. Takes one. Yeah. I have Tennessee finishing nine and eight. I've talked about how I think their offense is going to get them to a winning record, but defensively, there's just way too much I worry about from them. Um, and it's kind of funny because I was high on 
Tennessee last year. And now, even though you could argue they got a little better, I'm still lower on them. But it's just I it's more just I love this indie team this year. And it's mainly because I love Wentz. We'll get into that specifically when we talk about our first place teams and I'll discuss that. But Tennessee is going to be solid. Um, like I said, they'll have a winning record. If they get 10 wins, I'm not surprised in the slightest. But the defense, I just think so many people not overlook it, but I think they focus too much on the offense, which makes a lot of sense because their offense is electric. But defensively, I feel like it's going to be a story with like Dallas where their offense is exceptional. Their defense sucks. And I just don't think it's going to translate really to wins as much as some people think. Yeah, I've got the Colts also in second place, Sully. Uh, I, but I've got them at 10 and 7. Um, like Kurt said, I'm also really a fan of this Colts team. Uh, you saw it last year. And we ourselves on this podcast were like, this Colts team is really freaking good. They're just being held back by one thing, Zingless Phillip Rivers. Yep. And if you upgrade that with Carson Wentz, I mean, if you get 2020 Wentz, then yeah, you're going to be in the shitter. But I think all of us agree that we're not going to get 2020 Wentz with the Colts. If you get mediocre Wentz from like 2018, 2019, then you're in a good spot, I think. I think you're definitely a playoff team because you've got a playoff caliber team because you've got the good coaching on defense. You've got good defensive pieces. Your offense should be good enough. And that goes a long way in this league. So I've got the Colts in second, but not as good as uh, number one. All right. Well, number one for me is the Titans. I have them winning 11 games, 11 and six. Um, Pretty much what, for the reasons Kurt said, their offense is going to be very, very good. Um, The defense, yes, it it obviously is a problem. That's why I don't have them winning more games because their offense should be one of the better offenses in the league. But the defense is definitely a little lackluster, maybe a little bit more than a little. But still, I still think that it's a relatively weak division. Other than the Colts, they should roll over the Jaguars and the Texans. Obviously, that's four wins. Um, So I think that they can definitely reach 11. Yeah, it's fair. Um, I'll talk a little bit about the Colts. Won't go into too much detail because you guys highlighted the main points. But you go from top to bottom, every kind of position group on Indianapolis, and there's not a lot that you can say is weak. The offensive line solid. The quarterback play, yeah, the last year was bad. But like we said, I don't think it's going to be worse than what was last year. Running back is fine. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's in for a breakout year. The receiving core, like you said, is going to be better. The defense is obviously top five, 10 in the league, whatever you want to put them at. There's a lot to like about this Indianapolis team. They have a great head coach. I'm a fan of them. Um, I think a lot of people aren't necessarily as high as if they aren't on high, if they aren't as high on Philly or on um, Indianapolis, it's because of Tennessee and because of Wentz. So I think those, and obviously I've alluded to, I think Tennessee is not as good as some people think. And I think Wentz works out. So those, Obviously, reasons are why I kind of believe in Indianapolis this year. How many games do you have in the morning? I have them at 11 and 6. Okay. Sam, what is your Titans record? Uh, also 11 and 6. So uh, I believe in this offense, simply put, I think they're going to be a top 10 offense again this year, and they'll put up a shit ton of points. Um, you know, they got A.J. Brown, who I think is poised for a breakout year. Uh, Julio Jones is going to be great in that offense. He's pretty familiar with it already. Ryan Tannehill can orchestrate this thing really well. And then obviously you've got Derrick Henry in the backfield. And if you think Derrick Henry is going to put up 2K rushing again, 
I mean, that's just going to produce more for this offense anyways. Now, you do lose Jonu Smith, which is a big loss, but they should be able to, you know, make up for it. And it, it's basically how you feel about this team is if you outweigh the Julio edition or the Arthur Smith subtraction. I brought this up on our last episode that it just depends how much you weigh it. Um, I'm not too worried. Apparently, the guy that they hired for their new OC is someone Arthur Smith heavily endorsed for the job. So I think they should be okay. And defensively, I know you guys aren't high on them, or Kurt is specifically, um, but it's hard to get worse than where they were at is basically what I'm getting at. Uh, They can only go up. Even if it's minusculely up, it'll be better. And they won, what, 11 games last year? I think they can match that. Yeah. All righty. What division shall we uh, do next? Uh, Let's do the NFC North. Okay. Um, at last place, I have the Detroit Lions at three and fourteen. I have the Lions at two and fifteen. I also have the Lions at two and fifteen. Uh, yeah, not much to say. Um, other than the offensive line, really no super strong areas of this team. Uh, I don't think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna. I was picking more of like a unit, but yeah, Hawkinson's great young piece for sure. Um. But yeah, Swift. Oh, we're huge Swift guys, me and Sam. But that's for that's for fantasy. But regardless, I mean, I don't think Goff is going to be. You know, a lot of people think he sucks. I think he'll be fine. Um, I think he'll be a solid. You know, maybe a bridge guy. Maybe Sam. You think they're going to try to build around him, right? I don't think they're like building around him. I think that they are fine with having him as their quarterback, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I'm saying, like if they get the first pick, I'm not going to say yeah. they're not going to pay take rattler even though that's the wrong pick um they'll still do their due diligence but i think they're still fine with goff yeah i don't think goff's going to be too bad but overall it's just not a super talented roster besides the offensive line which should be pretty uh strong what else, what do you guys think yeah not i assume to, the same yeah not to um make this into like a draft thing but i think they're going to build around goff and i have them right now as the second overall pick according to all my standings <clears throat> Wouldn't be surprised that they took Thibodeau. So it, it, I just don't see, especially in a weak quarterback class, them kind of reaching on one. Um, but Detroit's going to be really bad. It, it sucks because they do have a couple young pieces, like in Hawkinson, the offensive line's very good. But, like, it's really hard to name good players on the defense, and it's really hard to name good players in the offense except for the, except for the whole O-line and, like, Hawkinson. Goff is all right, and they have, like, all right pieces. But overall, if you're comparing it to the majority of the NFL, you are not going to win more than, like, the most four games, in my opinion. They know they're bad. That's all that matters. Yeah, they're Detroit sports. Come on now. They're at least being a team that is going to be bad, but they're aware that they're going to be bad because the worst thing possible is that a team is unself-aware. They're building the offensive line first, so they know what they're doing, at least. They're starting in the right place. Um, So good for them. Uh, At third place in the NFC North, I got the Bears. I think I'm going to have them at the lowest record. No, I think think it's going to be Kurt. Okay, I I actually just moved them up because it was – I thought it was so low, like I couldn't even believe that I put them that low. No, mine's like extremely low. Okay, I originally had them in last. That's Winning three games. I had them winning three games in last. I moved them up to five. I have them at five and 12. 
I have them at really okay. I have them at five and twelve. I got them at six and eleven. Well, I said it. I said this on the last podcast. Chicago is going to have a top five pick, but it's belonging to New York. So you guys have a top five pick next year, but it's not coming from you guys. Spencer Rattler Um, solely. I still think I still think (laughs) I still think Rattler ends up. I don't know if Texans have the first pick. I mean, I'm guessing Deshaun's gone by then, and they'll probably get rattler but regardless chicago's gonna suck i've said this i've said this last podcast i'm not gonna go into too much detail go on the last podcast and go to the segment where i talked about chicago i outlined everything but basically matt Nagy and ryan pace are just gonna be so far up their ass that they're just not gonna realize they need to start field sooner it's gonna cost them their jobs Nagy's gonna be the first head coach fired they're gonna put in field it's gonna be too late the team's gonna suck he'll show flashes of amazement but the defense is only getting regre- is only regressing. I know that's the highlight of the team, but I'm still not head over heels over it. Um, and then the offense, there's young pieces, but this Chicago team is really not going to be that good. Some people think they're going to be uh, like better and around the same as last year. Not a chance in the world. They're going to suck. And um, it's funny because uh, Max of Boomer Bust also has him in the top five of the draft. So uh, me, and him, yeah. me, and, me and him know what's up. Yeah. Um... I actually disagree with the fields take. Uh, I think they're going to start them pretty early. I would say around week four, um, which I, I, I would say is pretty early on. Uh, but overall, I still don't think the team's going to be good. Obviously I think fields is going to be up and down. He's a rookie. Uh, I think, like you said, he's going to show some good flashes, but I don't think he's gonna be able to carry this team uh, to more than, you know, four or five wins. I don't know. I still think their defense is going to be good enough to get them some wins like it was last year. Now, last year, that defense fell off, so maybe we might see it, like, consistently be kind of subpar to what they're used to. Um, But I think their new D.C. will do good, Sean Asai. And I don't know. I'm so big on fields that I think he can crank out a couple wins. Um, But I think it's the right choice to, like, not start him right away, especially behind that offensive line that looks like a fucking train wreck right now. Um, but we'll see, man. Uh, well, yeah, well, they're definitely not going to start him week. I mean, obviously it's already set in stone that Andy Dalton's started, but starting week one, we all kind of thought he should, but I look back at it now. It's not a good idea to play in the Rams. He'll get sacked seven yeah. times. It would be He'll a bad idea. hundred percent should start fields week one. What That's, I know what I said about the lions start week three or four, a bad team that knows they're bad. The bears are a bad team that doesn't know that they're bad. Dude. That's what's going to happen though. Nagy yeah. is going to be like by like week six, when they get into that tough stretch, they're going to be, he's going to be like, he understands he doesn't, it's going to be the Jay Gruden thing. He doesn't want to put a rookie quarterback in the hands of his job. And he's going to continue playing Dalton because Dalton will be like a little below average, but is still playing fine. He's not going to realize that playing fields is the better decision long-term and is still even in the present term, probably going to get you more wins or at least better competition He's so like he's not a good head coach. He's Kurt, not gonna realize that. Kurt, I don't want to be that guy, but how did that work out for you? He, so what do you think is gonna happen here? It's the I same think exact Fields thing. will be way better, but Dwayne Haskins, man. We didn't, like, <laughs> Maybe the, he had a reason to not want to play. We handled Dwayne. the whole Haskins situation horribly, and I would not be surprised if nagging pace handle it in a bad way as well. All right. Um I just think Fields is a much better prospect and player that they won't mess it up as bad 
Oh, and I'm to... saying I'm saying that about them, which is crazy that I'm saying that, but it's hard to be worse than Washington how they handled it. So you know we're like yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, second place in the NFC North, I got the Vikings at eleven and six. Ooh. I got them at twelve and five. Ooh. Oh my god, I got them at nine and eight. I thought I was the one highest on the Vikings this year. I thought year. you were too. Nope, it just kind of worked out that way, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I mean, I'm looking – I apparently – okay, this is the reason. I, I was initially going into this. I thought they are going to be like 10, 11 wins. But then I kind of looked into things. I'm like, their offensive line has not been performing well. Apparently in camp, they lost Irv Smith, who's going to be who was going to be a key contributor on this offense. Chris Herndon. Um, he's done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, this defense – going to be better they're adding daniel hunter and obviously it's hard to you know be worse than what they were last year with the players that they added the guys are getting back from injury but it's still kind of looking like it's going to be a little bit of a weird season for them um but if they finished as high as you guys have them i would not be surprised at all um i have them rattling off nine wins to end the season i have them starting off yeah Wow. <laughs> I mean, big wins that they I, I haven't beaten the Packers. They play at home. So I like the Vikings there. I haven't beating the Niners, which could be a toss up. I have them beating the Steelers, but they're at home. Um, oh, no, no. I have them winning. Okay. I have them winning nine out of 10. I have them losing to the Rams. But yeah, I, I don't think the end of their stretch is Bears. Rams is tough. Um, Washington football team. I don't know. I don't think it's. Uh, I think they could pull it off. I like their offense. Offense is going to be spectacular. Yeah. yeah, I like Minnesota a lot, and I think a lot of it does do with the fact that you have Chicago and you have um, Detroit, who I think are both going to be really bad. I have them getting four wins there, and I think they can get a win off Green Bay as well, so that's five right off the bat. And if you look at the rest of the schedule, like Sully was alluding to, especially at the end of the year, I don't think it's horrible, and I think that they can pound off some wins, especially towards the end of the year when they're making that playoff push, but Minnesota, obviously, I excluded last year and we're much more high on them this year. The offense is going to be exceptional. I'm excited to watch that. Even though there are people that have their concerns about Cousins, I still remain on the narrative that I think he's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league. Now, is he a Super Bowl winning quarterback? Probably not. But I do think he can lead this team to the playoffs. We saw it in Washington. He's a very solid quarterback. This offense, like Sully said, is going to be exceptional. That's kind of where I'm paving this way of why I think they're going to be so good. Mike Zimmer is just praised his team. And I think that he has a lot to deserves a lot of credit on how this team has turned into this year. I like him a lot. I still have green Bay finishing as the one seed, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if Minnesota was the division champs, even though I don't think they will be. I would be pretty surprised, even though I have them only one game apart. So that doesn't seem like I'd be very surprised, but I, I think that I have the Packers won. We'll move on to them. Um, I have them finishing 12 and five. I have them at uh, 12 and five as well, but I have them as the tiebreaker over Minnesota. So I also have them at 12 and five. So, okay. Well, Sam, you want to unlock stuff. You want to give us a little, um, you know, MLA format on the positives and negatives (laughs) of this team? Well, First and foremost, I think this offense is going to be as good as it was last year. 
Uh, I, I want to jump in here real quick. The offensive line. I, I did look, the. Look, uh, I was about I did to, the, I was about- I did the projected starting and I did the Packers and I was looking at the line and it was scaring me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I was going to bring that up. Don't worry. Okay. Um, Sorry. There's no need to worry. Yeah, the yeah, reason, no, I, I know the ins and outs of this roster, dude. Don't worry. Uh, the major concern with this offense, obviously, is the offensive line because David Bakhtiari is going to be out for the first six weeks at least of the season. And obviously he's arguably the best offensive lineman in football. And they're going to be kicking Elton Jenkins out to left tackle, who is normally their left guard, but fuck it. He can play anywhere he wants to, and he'll be a Pro Bowl-level player. And they're going to be having some inexperience starting on the interior, which is going to be a little bit scary. They're replacing Corey Lindsley, and they're going to be kicking Lucas Patrick over to left guard in order to start uh, two rookies. So we'll see how that goes, but apparently both of those rookies have been doing excellent in training camp and the preseason. So we'll see if they can hold up at the NFL level. That's going to be the thing to keep your eye on though, with this offense, I have no concerns with Aaron Rodgers. I think he'll be an MVP caliber player again this year. I think all the weapon, I think the weapons are better this season. Like you cannot argue that he's getting actual slot receivers on this team, which is great. There's actually differing skill sets with the receiving core, which is going to be very valuable to how much this opens up the offense even more. And then you look at the defense. I could see this defense being bottom 10 in the NFL or top 10. Like it's really just going to depend on how well this defense runs this new scheme. And it's going to be the, the Brandon Staley esque uh, cover four scheme. And we're going to see how well this defense performs. I think they're, really good at specific areas on the defense, but I think they are really bad at specific areas on the defense as well. Um, So we'll see if it holds up. Um, They also have a really tough schedule. I think the Packers played the NFC West and the AFC North this season. So that's scary. Um, But I still think this team's uh, mentality is different this year. I truly think this is going to be the last dance for this team, you know, with this main core. Um, so I still think they will finish first in the NC North. Yeah. Um, I won't go too much in detail. Sam obviously knows way more than I do, but, um, Green Bay is going to be very solid and there's no reason to believe they won't be. The only concern I have is any defense with Joe Barry as your defensive coordinator. Yeah, that, that's uh, exactly right. Uh, I'm I, hoping Brandon Staley cured that man. Essentially, yeah, Right on. But um, in, in all seriousness, no, that's the thing is I really do think that this team, especially come playoff time, will have kind of the chip on their shoulder. They want to do it for Rodgers because obviously of what the defeat meant for them and Rodgers in the NFC championship game. I think they're going to bounce back this year, um, have a good year as normal. But um, like I said, wouldn't be surprised if Minnesota finishes above them, but offensively it's just hard with an offense filled with Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and like Sam alluded to the key pieces they added, it's hard to kind of bet against them because it's just so electric. Yeah, my biggest concern with this team is they're starting a guy at center that doesn't even know how to spell his own last name. His name's Myers, and he spells it M-Y-E-R-S. Who spells Myers like that? Josh does. You're, you're muted, Sam, or something. I don't know. Uh, well, 
he does and that's not his fault that's his I, parents fault yeah he's got to look into that he's got to legally change that name yeah. and then i think they can win 13 games <laughs> I agree. that's a that's a full game swing right there i'm telling you all right so let's talk about the afc north uh pretty tough division one of the best in the nfl right now coming in at last i have the cincinnati Bengals at five and 12 i have them as at five and 12 as well i have them at six and 11 Okay. Right. Yes. All Sammy. relatively the same, though. Yeah, I, um, I'd have the Joe Burrow win in there. I was just obviously. about to say, Sam's <laughs> very high on Joe Burrow. Um, I'm not particularly low on Joe Burrow. I do think that the circumstances aren't great. Obviously, coming off of the ACL injury, you couple that with a not good offensive line. It's not a good combo because a lot of players, obviously, especially young ones, are going to struggle mentally coming back from such a big injury. So it's not great that he'll probably be sacked and pressured a lot, but they do have a ton of weapons for him. Mix and chase, although we'll, we'll probably talk about chase. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, there's a lot of skill positions that they can, you know, utilize on this offense. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, but overall the roster is not entirely too talented and the head coaching is the coaching's not great. Uh, so I think five and 12, six, four, that range is, yeah. And then, and a tough division, I think it's reasonable. I really like the Zach Taylor hire when it happened because I think a lot of the success due to golf was because of him and kind of when he left, we saw a little bit of regression towards golf, but I think it's pretty evident to say after however long he's been there, I think it's been two years. It has not been working out the way Cincinnati fans hoped for. Um, but a lot of, I don't think all of the, kind of losses and discredit is on him Cincinnati it pisses me off that and I've said this multiple times that any single person knew that Cincinnati had to address the O-line and they just barely did and it's it, it's mind-blowing to me that Cincinnati thinks they can just be somewhat of an all right football team or that Burrow's gonna have some sort of protection with just adding Riley Reef. that's just not gonna happen and as much as I love Burrow, because in the first seven weeks of the season last year or whatever it was, he was very good and gave Herbert a little bit of his run in the offensive rookie of the year race. But Cincinnati, Cincinnati fans will tell you it's similar to Vegas, that their O-line is better. It's really not. And it's just this year we're going to see that. This team is really not going to be good. Um, and I just am not really high on them, especially with the three teams being so explosive in Cleveland, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh. They could go 0-6 in the division this year. I think they'll get a win, but it's just not a not a good football team, especially on the offensive line. Yeah, I've got them 1-5 in the division. Um, I think I have them beating Pittsburgh one time um, because Pittsburgh always plays down to them at least once a year. Um but the thing is, yeah, I'm a little higher on Cincy solely because I'm such a big Joe Burrow fan. Uh, I think he's the real deal. I think he can win them games in spite of bad coaching and bad defense and bad offensive line play. Um, I think he's one of the best processors in the league, and he's only one year in. Um, I think he's got good arm talent. He's really accurate with the ball. This receiving core is ridiculous. They're going to throw the ball a shit ton. I think this running game will be better. Um, it's just a matter of can they be better uh, and not get Joe Burrow killed? Yeah. That's essentially what it comes down to. And I agree with you, Kurt. Like, they did nothing on the O-line. And 
Sully to get to you on Jamar Chase. I'm not too worried. Um, it's just kind of weird, but I think when Joe Burrow is finally the one throwing passes to him, it'll be a lot better uh, because during preseason, he literally only played with what Brandon Allen and whoever the fuck is their backup quarterback. Um, but I do think T Higgins leads the team this year in receiving. Um, but no, this team's not going to be that good. I think they will be like a decent opponent that you'll actually have to game plan for. You can't just write them off because their offense can be so boomer bust. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think that's fair. Um, coming in at number three, third place. I have the Steelers at nine and eight. Me as well. I have them at 10 and seven. Okay. Do you have them making the playoffs? No. Okay. Yeah. They, they don't make the playoffs for me either. Um, yeah. For the Steelers, I actually think I'm a pretty, I would say I'm higher on them than I was, you know, two or three weeks ago. I think uh, the offense has looked pretty good in the preseason. You know, Ben Roethlisberger, you would think that he kind of doesn't have it anymore, um, you know, after a major surgery on his elbow and he's obviously getting old older he definitely looks like he's more in shape than he was a little bit in the past and obviously they have a ton of weapons ridiculous amount of weapons they drafted Najee in the first round the offensive line is obviously not very good and that's probably going to hold them back because the defense is going to be pretty solid it, it should be really good actually um and the offensive weapons i mean they re-signed juju they have claypool they have deontay uh, johnson like i said they got Najee, so they they have the weapons and I, like i said ben looks like he's the old, not the old Ben, but he looks solid enough to, you know, um, carry this offense, but the offensive line is going to be tough, especially for a Ben that's not mobile anymore. This isn't the, you know, 2014 Ben Roethlisberger couldn't get him on the ground. He'll probably go down pretty easily. Now um, he's getting old. This is like one of his last seasons. Did he, he didn't say he's retiring yet. Right? No. The okay. contract is structured in a way where the Steelers can just get rid of him after mm -hmm. this year. Cause they have a yeah. ton of cap next year. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's definitely you know it's it's coming down to the end for ben but i think he's going to give it one last shot and it's going to be a competitive team for sure that's why i have him at nine and eight but with a tough division and um not really a good offensive line i have him missing the playoffs yeah i have him at nine as eight as well i won't go into too much detail but offense is going to be very electric they have key pieces that'll make it fun to watch defensively even though you obviously lost Bud Dupree it's still going to be one of the best defenses in the league you have Tomlin who's always going to get you a winning season that's just what he's known for um but I I love Baltimore and Cleveland too much to where I can't give a lot of credit to Pittsburgh because I think against those two teams Pittsburgh will maybe get a win off of like Baltimore and they might get one off Cleveland but Overall, it's just tough division. I worry about Ben as the uh, quarterback, and we'll see. Yeah, it, it, I still think their defense is going to be elite. That, that's pretty much what it comes down to, and they did lose Bud Dupree. You were right, but they replaced him with Melvin Ingram, which I think was a really great signing, um, and they're getting back Devin Bush. They brought in Joe Schobert, which I think is a pretty good linebacking core, and their secondary is still pretty good. And this defensive line still arguably actually, no, it's the, probably the best in the NFL up there with Washington. And you just kind of look at their offense and it's like, how can it be more of a train wreck than it was last year down the stretch, basically. And the uh, thing with Pittsburgh is their first like five games of 
they can win all of them. I remember doing yeah. it in like the first couple of games that had them like doing very well. So it's all going to be about how they finish. Obviously last year, that was how their season was, you know, to shambles, but if they can finish it out. Then uh, it'll be better. Yeah. It's, it's basically going to be, they actually have a running game now, but their offensive line is not great. Yeah. So it's, it kind of waves differently. Um, but no, I still think they'll be good. Um, if they made the playoffs, wouldn't be surprised. I had them initially tied with my next team in record, but then I kind of did a recap and it changed a little. Um, I did the same thing. Yeah. Um, little little piece of small breaking news. Latavius Murray was released. Um, oh, no. Interesting. <laughs> if you're Alvin Kamar, fantasy owner, pretty big news, honestly. Um, but <laughs> excuse me, let's go to second place in the uh, AFC North. I got the Ravens at 10 and seven. I got the Ravens at 11 and six. Wow. And I thought I was the one low on the Ravens when I brought this up the other day. Uh, I initially had them at 10 and seven, but then I did a re go through. Uh, I have them 11 and six. I mean, 11 and six though. I mean, Baltimore should be good, but we've all talked about it with Bateman out the first six weeks and the weapons still a problem for Baltimore, it's going to hold up on them. Um, and there's just, I don't know, especially with me being super high on Cleveland, I think they're going to kind of take a regression against Cleveland. Um, and I, I don't know, like this, there's not, I still think Baltimore's a playoff team. I have them in the playoffs. Um, I think I have them as a six seed. So I still think they're going to make the playoffs and be a wild card team like they were last year. I just think they're going to be very similar to last year. And what was the record last year? Was it 11 and five? 11 12? and five. So like, I basically have the same thing. And if you look at last year's roster compared to this year's, there's not like a whole lot, in my opinion, that's changed, except obviously you lose Dobbins and um, whoever the other running back was. Uh, Justice So that's a problem, the running game. But I think that uh, Gus Edwards do a fine job to where it's not like the biggest problem on their team. And they'll, they'll still be a playoff team, even though I think they lose first round. Um, yeah, I, obviously they did lose some defensive pieces, but they got a great scheme going on over there and they're still going to be a good defense. Uh, secondary is great. The offense, they, it's, it's just like last year, like Kurt said, they really don't have that many weapons. Um, there's really not much for them to work with. It's going to be one of the better rushing attacks in the league, even with Dobbins down Gus and Lamar are going to hold it down for sure, but it's not going to be super dynamic. It's not going to be a great passing offense. It's you're not going to see Lamar, um, you know, MVP numbers in the passing game. In my opinion, they just don't have the weapons to sustain that. Um, even with Mark Andrews still there. Uh, so overall, I mean, yeah, 10, 11, I think that's the range for them, but I do think that they're not going to be on the same tier as the Browns. I don't, I don't think so at all. Sam, anything you want to say? No, no, not really. Uh, just, I think, I think they'll have a slow start. I talked, I talked mostly about this on our last episode. So, yeah. uh, go listen to it. Yeah. Sully didn't. And we uh, deserve. yeah, of course I did. <laughs> um, all right, so going on first place, we all have the same team, the Cleveland Browns. That's crazy. Imagine you said that, you know, four years ago. So, yeah, the Cleveland Browns are going to win the AFC North with a record of 13 and four. That's what I have them at. Um, not only do I have them winning the uh, 
AFC. I ha- I'm in the uh, AFC North. I have them winning the AFC, getting the one seed with a 14 and three record. I have them at 12 and five. Okay, so you guys have a. I've I've been very conservative. I've been yeah. very conservative with my with my win losses because this sport is so unpredictable. Oh, it is. You rarely ever see teams, you know, see more than like two teams get 13, 14 wins. Yeah. yeah. So, but at the same time, I'm going to predict them because it's fun. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm going to predict them because I genuinely think they are going to be the ones in the AFC. I've been calling this ever since the draft. This team has only gotten better every single year since Baker has been a part of this team. And it has been fun to watch. Um, and it's crazy that how their defense last year was the only reason that team was not getting more wins. It lost them games. Take the Baltimore game for an example. But now going into this year, the incredible job, the management, and just everyone a part of Cleveland has done to get that defense to now to where it's at least a top 10 defense and one could argue top seven. Cleveland is going to be exceptional this year. Um, they have a lot to work with offensively. Obviously, that's what the focal point was. And Stefanski in his second year is only just going to just do wonders with that offense. The offensive line is the top three in the league. Baker, I think, is severely underrated on an every-year standpoint. Nick Chubb is just going to be electric, and you'll see that in a little bit from now. Um, and weapons-wise, I understand Odell. Everyone wants to mess with him and be like, I don't think Cleveland's in a position where Odell should be part of the team. Odell is going to be fine for them. He's going to get a thousand yards and he's going to make big plays like he did against Cincinnati in week two last year. In the biggest question, obviously you have Jarvis and Higgins and are they going to be those solid wide receiver two and three options? I think they will be. There's so much to like about this team and they only get better. And I think that what they did in the off season, filling the holes and filling every position of need, there's no reason for me to believe they're not going to get over that 11 win mark. And it's crazy to me that that is what you can get over 11 wins on many books. You need to slam the over because there's no way they're going to regress. And if they have the same records last year, you get a push. Just literally put, I'll bet both of you on it. Like it's just, I I wouldn't bet anyone on that. I think, I think it's a good bet. I agree. Um, there's really no you know weak position on this team. I, I like everything with all across the board. Um, you know, believe what you will about Baker, but at, at the very you know at the worst, he is a he's a great game manager in my opinion. That's at his worst. I think he can win you a game if he needs to, but um, at his worst, I mean, they got one of the best rushing attacks in the in the NFL, and that that's going to be the main focal point of this team. And when Baker needs to make a play, I believe he can. So, and obviously, like you said, they added so much to this defense. It's going to be one of the better units in the league. You couple that with the great rushing attack. I mean, you got a great defense and a great rushing attack. That is like how you win football games. So you just control the ball. Don't let them score. That's that's the bread and butter of the NFL. So I have them winning 13 games. I love the Browns this year. Yeah. Uh, we've gushed about the Browns enough. I don't really have yeah, anything we gushed about a lot. This team is great. This team, this roster is arguably the – Nah, I wouldn't say arguably because Tampa exists, but it's arguably top three roster in the NFL. Best offensive line, arguably. Um, insane offense. Best running back tandem. The secondary is very improved. Uh, I think this team is just great all around, and I would not be surprised. Actually, I'd be a little surprised if they were number 
number one seed in the AFC. Oh no, you should be surprised because it's happening. Like you will be. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go to the NFC West. Uh, probably the toughest division in the NFL overall best. Uh, so finishing last, I have the Arizona Cardinals. I have them finishing at eight and nine. I got them at nine and eight finishing last. I got them at seven and 10. Ooh. I'm actually pretty high on the Cardinals, even though I have them finishing eight, and nine, which obviously isn't a great record. Kurt has them finishing a little bit better, but I think similar to what they were last year, it's going to be another inconsistent team, but they're going to be dangerous every single week. In my opinion, um, the offense is going to be dynamic. It always is when you have Kyler and D hop, um, the defense is not horrible. I think it's solid. Uh, they drafted my boys, Aben Collins. He's unbelievable. <laughs> um, throwback. If you guys remember that bet, unbelievable bet, by the way. Uh, but yeah, I, the Cardinals are all right. I think a lot of people struggle with Kingsbury. They just hate him. I like him a little bit more than most people because um, most people just say he's horrible. He needs to be fired immediately. I want to see what they can do this year. I would not be shocked if they do you know, finish second in this division. And I think you guys would agree. Would you guys be super surprised if they were able to pull out you know, 10 wins, finish second in this division? I think 10 wins does not get you second in this division. It gets second for me. Well, you're crazy, I think, <laughs> if that's the case. Okay. Well, it's a tough division. I think they're going to be trading back and forth in terms of division play. Um, obviously, out of division play, they're all very good teams. They should have good records. But uh, second place does have 10 wins for me. Um, All I'm going to say is Kingsbury sucks and he deserves to be fired. <laughs> and all I'm going to say is I only have them finishing seven and 10 because I think Kingsbury gets fired mid season. I was looking at the, the thing and I was like, Hey, I have the Cardinals at three and six. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, well, Kingsbury's going to get fired. And then I just was like, okay, Vance Joseph will be their new coach. And then I had them going 500 from there on out. So very, very respectful. Fair. Yeah. This division is just too tough. It, it literally is. It is. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, coming at number three, I have the Seahawks at nine and eight. I have the Seahawks at 10 and seven, and I hate Seattle, so I'm kind of surprised with that. I also have the Seahawks at 10 and seven. Can I just say this? This team is the new age Mike McCarthy Packers. <laughs> That's you- not a good thing. <laughs> it's not, but it, it's true. This team is going to consistently make the playoffs because Russell Wilson is their quarterback. They have a good receiving core. Their offensive line is kind of eh, um, and their defense is not very good. They make it by this. They make it solely because of Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll's just inability to progress as a head coach. But it's literally the Mike McCarthy Packers. Yeah, Seattle just. There's just a lot I don't like about this team, but Russell Wilson is just so good that like they're gonna win games with him alone. The offensive line, I know it sucked, but like I this year I just I, I'm calling for them to just they'll make the playoffs. I'm having as the seven seed. I still think they just it's just a bad thing. Um, and I don't know. I don't like their team. They were really bad in that playoff game against LA and like. I just don't think they're going to be great this year. And as a seventh seed, I think they'll get blown out. Yeah. I mean, just like you guys, I'm not too high on them. I have them missing the playoffs at nine and eight, but like, I mean, I think Russ is good enough to win those games. Tough division. I think they fall just short. 
Um, so is he going to have his midseason fall off a cliff like he always does? I think what I actually did predict him, I have them starting. Uh, I had them starting five and one, and then they lost like three straight. Actually, lost so, four yes. straight. So yeah, kind of. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think they lose. I guess I kind of did that unintentionally, but to I was who? the I was the only one the who Colts? had oh, yeah, Indianapolis. Yeah, only one in ASC with their game picks. It's unbelievable. Look, I. I always have Seattle start really strong because Russell Wilson is a fucking God at the start of every season, um, yeah. essentially. And then as the season goes on, you got to get them more in the 500 range because they are so inconsistent down the stretch of the season um, because everyone figures them out essentially Yeah, um, because this team hasn't adjusted it at all since 2014. Yeah. So fair enough. Um, coming in at number two at second place, I have the 49ers at 10 and seven. I have the 49ers at 12 and five. I oh, also damn. have the 49ers at 12 and five. You guys love the 49ers. Yeah. I'm big on San Fran. Um, we'll kind of see that as we get into our playoff predictions, but San Francisco, I'm gonna keep it short. I just think that with the healthy team and I think Shanahan is not dumb enough to realize around the halfway mark that Lance has to come in. I had them starting like not slow, but like, like definitely not as good as the second half of the year. And that's when I think Lance comes in and just lights it up. I think that's going to carry on into the playoffs. I love the San Francisco team, the coaching, the defense, the offense, all of it is just electric and fun to watch. They're going to be a great team. And like I said, I would have them as the number one seed in this division, but I just think that with kind of a slowish start, and it's not even slow because I have them winning 12 games. It's just it won't even compare to what is going to happen in the second half of the season. Yeah, I've gushed plenty about how much I love Kyle Shanahan and how he is as a head coach. Uh, the thing to watch, other than the Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo thing, which we've talked about ad nauseum, is the new defensive coordinator taking over because Robert Sala is out and D'Amico Ryans is in. So we'll see how this new defense performs. Uh, their secondary isn't so hot. They got a fire one, two, three, four combination at number, which is kind of cool, but uh, we'll see if that like translates. That's got to be at least worth like two wins right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's pretty um, fire. It just, that's something to watch. Uh, but I'm really high on Sam Fran because if they are healthy, they are good. They are going to be good. Um, this team is too well coached. The offense is too creative to not get wins from it. Um, and if depends how much stock you have Trey Lance being the quarterback or not, I know you guys think he'll come in like early ish. Um, I'm feeling more a little later than the season. Um, but I, ha I like them enough, and they only didn't get the one seed in their division because of tiebreaker for me. So you have L.A. at 12 and 5 as well? I do. I have L.A. at 13 and 4. Ooh. I have L.A. at 12 and 5. So I got it. But, like, I kind of think L.A. is overrated, which is, like, I, that's why I hate doing these, like, record predictions because, like, I thought that the whole way through, and now I have them as, like, the easy two seed in the NFC, which I think a lot has to do with, though, like, the rest of the NFC is not incredible. Like when you're looking at it from other divisions, because obviously NFC East, you're not going to have a team above the, um, the Rams. And then even the NFC North, like, yeah, Green Bay could easily get that. But 
I don't know. I, I still think this Rams team with Stafford's going to be a lot of fun to watch. The defense is just incredible. The big question mark is, though, what's that defense going to look like with the loss of Staley? I think they'll be just fine, though, because of what they have and the players they have on it. Um, but I don't think L.A. is going to do that all that well in the playoffs. And we'll get there. I think they're going to be a very regular season, like, base team. When you get into the playoffs, though, I'm not super high on them. All right. I'll have something to say about that. But um, I got the Rams at 12 and five. I love the Rams. I think the upgrade between, you know, um, going from Stafford to uh, going from Goff to Stafford is massive. Like can't even like a lot of people think it's, you know, I wouldn't say a lateral move, but a slight upgrade. I think it's unbelievable upgrade. McVay is an offensive genius. He's been disrespected. I think he's probably, in my opinion, maybe uh, I would say like the third best coach in the NFL. He is ridiculous. Um, like I said, he's been disrespected because he had Goff, who he had to like literally play the game for him. Now, Stafford, the best thing about Stafford is he can still play the game for Stafford. Stafford's incredibly smart as well. But the good thing about it is when these play breaks, when the plays break down, Stafford is still going to make unbelievable plays, which Goff never was able to make. So the offense is going to be much, much better, in my opinion. They do lose Cam Akers, which kind of sucks. I like the Sony Michelle edition. I think the backfield of Henderson and Michelle, if Henderson can stay healthy, is going to do just fine for their rushing attack i think they're going to pass a little bit more than they wanted to which i think will be fine my biggest concern for this team is obviously losing staley does kind of suck um it's still an incredibly talented defense so i think they'll be all right in that department but it's stafford's health stafford has you know he definitely plays a lot but he's not always healthy and that's you know that's obviously a problem he can't play up to his potential which i think is very high so if he can stay healthy I think they're winning 12 to maybe 14 games if Stafford is completely healthy this entire year. I do want to bring up Stafford has been largely healthy for the past like eight years minus 2019. Um, so I feel like he's always like dealing with something though. This year he already had he the plays, thumb injury. He plays and, through it though. That's yeah, yeah, the he thing. Does, he does. He's, he is like He's one of the badass. toughest guys in the league. He's yeah, a badass. Sure. Um yeah, I'm with you, Sully. I'm super high on the Rams. Um, I, I find it funny that you and me are higher on the Rams than Kurt, and Kurt has them as a higher record. See, that's that's the thing. Yeah. I don't know. But I want to have Sam Fran above them, but I just don't trust, like, Jimmy in the first half of the season, which is kind of, like, my main takeaway why I had them a little bit lower. Yeah, that's fair. I Sam actually Fran- – I don't, I, don't, I don't think I said this when we were talking about Niners, but my – between Jimmy and Lance, I don't have too much of a, you know, performance difference in this team. I think they'll um, the Niners will be a you know around the same caliber team with yeah, Jimmy you, or Lance as the QB. I like Lance better, but um, you've been calling I, for I, Shanahan's head, calling me? him stupid for not starting. No, trade. I'm not close. Yes. I don't think. Lance, I mean, I think Lance should start away because start right away because I think that's exciting and I think he is really good. But I, I mean, I still think the right move is not to start him right away. Um, because, I mean, you've even pointed out, there's definitely things that Lance has done that you're like, all right, well, that was, you should have done that. Um, so I do think that he should sit on the bench a little bit. Jimmy G is definitely disrespected. I don't think he's as bad as people think. He's obviously already led this team to Super Bowl. They had an unbelievable roster that year. But I still think Jimmy G is solid. Like I said, I don't think there's a too much of a performance dif- difference in this team. Um, I think the offense might be a little more explosive, but it also might be... Um, I'm not going to say Jimmy G makes better decisions, but you're putting a rookie in there and definitely in a complicated offense. He does. We'll see. Yeah. He does. So yeah, I don't think it'll be too much of a difference between those two, but yeah, that's enough for the Rams Niners. 
unless you got something to say, Sam. I'll touch more on the Rams when we get to the playoffs. Okay. I got a lot to say there. Um, All right, so AFC West. Who do I have finishing last? I got the Raiders finishing last in the AFC West at 4-13. and Me too. 3-14. and That must hurt, Kurt. That must hurt a lot, man. It it does. It shouldn't hurt because they've fucking thrown this team away. But but last year, but the Raiders fans are going to tell us that they upgraded their offensive line. Kurt, I know, was the Raiders bandwagon last year. I wouldn't even call it a bandwagon. So close, dude. Things were looking great after they beat Kansas City. But, damn. Um, They're going to suck. Plain and simple. I don't want to except, talk about except, the Raiders anymore. Except I will bet my I'm life. Sa- skip I'll bet my life savings. Gruden is not fired this year. I don't care how bad they are. I think Mayock gets fired. Not. Gruden. I agree. I agree. Mayock is going to get fired. Just send him back to NFL Network, like please. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have the Broncos finishing in third place. Same. Same. I have them with uh, an eight and nine record. Same. We wow six we and are, eleven six, six and eleven, 11. Okay. wow I think Teddy is bad <laughs> Teddy is bad and but if like, Drew's in there I think he's bad too um like, that defense I, though was just so good especially yeah. secondary to where I think it will carry them for a little bit this year it's it's just the whole thing of like if Vic Fangio hasn't shown me enough as a head coach for me to have confidence in him other than the defensive side of the ball. Um, I don't know. And I don't really like Pat Shermer as their OC. Sully's really favorite like person that. ever. Um, yep. Love him. I, I think they were really hoping to get Stafford or Rogers or anything like that. And that didn't end up happening or coming to fruition. And they're kind of just kicking the can down the road and hoping someone becomes available next year for them to come swoop because this is, if they have a good quarterback, this is a top five roster in the NFL bar none. I'm not even going to debate anyone on it because it's facts. Um, But this team is just held down by rough coaching and terrible quarterback play. And you don't don't like a 15 touchdown ceiling, Teddy Bridgewater. No, I don't. (laughs) Um. I think this team is just, I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in how this team is ran. I think it's fun. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't like the coaching staff either. I think Teddy's, you know, he's not going to make the mistakes that Locke would make, and that's why they're going for him. Higher floor, lower ceiling. Um, I think if you start Locke and he plays up to his potential, you know, because Locke's made some good plays. I think they could win nine, maybe 10 games, but I don't love Locke either. I like him better than Teddy. Um, I usually shoot for the ceiling rather than the floor, but I still think Teddy's good enough to keep this defense in the game and they win seven, eight games, but, um, I wouldn't be surprised with six. Yeah. Not going to add anything. All right. I agree. I'm sorry, Micah. Uh, I'm sorry, Micah. I know you're listening. Yeah. That's sorry. We love you, Micah. Um, coming in at second place in the division, I have the chargers at 10 and seven. Same 11 and six. Love to see it. Wow. We're the Sam, we're the Sam Herbert, we're the Justin Herbert guys, and yeah, we are. Yep, I, dude, I've had a fucking full-on character arc with Justin Herbert. <laughs> like I've, yeah. I've experienced it all. I've had a redemption arc with knowing my wrongs about what I, I, I was just so wrong. And I talked about this on the last pod. I said the Chargers would have a damn near top five 
offense in the NFL. And I feel very confident in saying that I love Brandon Staley as head coach. I think he's going to kill it on both sides of the ball, um, especially on defense as well, because this defense has elite talent on it and he'll make that defense really good again, as long as they're healthy, because they do have some injury prone guys on that side of the ball. And this offense, I just think it's going to be firing on all cylinders from the get-go. I have no reason to believe otherwise. I think Justin Herbert could have an MVP caliber season. I love this <laughs> team. I think it's going to be great. Chargers can be electric, and we talked a lot about this Literally, last podcast. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, you know me. Um, but um, no, we talked about it last podcast, so I won't like talk a lot because if you want to hear my thoughts, just go back and listen to that podcast. But They've already listened to it like four times now. We've told them they're like, go back yeah, and right. listen. Anyway, All right. So if you haven't listened to it yet, then what are you doing, man? But um, no, I like the Chargers. Um, Herbert, I mean, come on. I mean, Money. Sully are just in Money. love with the guy. I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, but oh, Herbert's gonna be electric. Uh, <laughs> um, and like that's the thing, is it's like if you have a damn near top five offense and your defense is going to be around that mark too. How can you not say they're at least a 10 win team? So they're going to be great. It's going to be awesome to watch. Yeah. Uh, I love the chargers. I love Justin Herbert. How can you not? They're going to be, I think they're going to be the, the favorite team like of everyone. Yeah. They're going to be, they're going to be exciting. Uh, I think everyone's going to love them. Yeah. I like them a lot. Um, but there is one team I like better than them in that division. And it's the Chiefs. surprise, surprise. I got them finishing at 14, three. I got them at 13 and four. I also have them at 14 and three. I have them as the top record in the NFL. I have them as tied with the top record with the Bucs. Um, yeah, not much to say. Obviously, the Chiefs are unbelievable. Totally revamped that offensive line. Maybe one of the biggest like one-year switch-ups we've seen maybe Besides, ever. Besides, it oh. never happens, dude. Yeah. This never happened. Like complete yeah, yeah. This complete overhaul of one position group this never happens. Yeah. It just goes to show their commitment to Mahomes. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, they're pretty smart for doing it. I think it's going to work out really well. Uh, there's not much to say about this team. It's unbelievable. Mahomes is ridiculous. Uh, we'll probably talk about them more when we get to the playoffs. Correct. Yeah. I'm not going to go into detail. They're good. Um, Everyone the, knows that. Yeah. Their offense is going to be elite again. Mm-hmm. Um, Mahomes is going to be MVP caliber again. Kelsey and Tyreek will be amazing. MVP caliber yeah. again. Yeah. Just, just this whole team's great. Yeah. It's a pretty good squad. All right. Let's talk about the most important division in football, the NFC East. It's where it all goes down. Of course. Um, coming in at last place. I have the Philadelphia Eagles at four and 13. I got them at three and 14. I have them at five and 12. Okay, so we're all around about the same. They're going to be, you know, uh, definitely not the best team. Do you guys think Jalen Hurts is the starter for the entire year? Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay, I think but that's I fair. Do, I, I do think they move on from him after the year. I think that's also fair. Um, yeah, there's not too much to like about this team, obviously. Uh, pretty weak all around the board. But Devontae Smith is a beast. I do have to say that. He is going to be definitely a, you know, foundation piece for this team uh who knows who's going to be throwing the ball to him like we said with hurts who knows how long he'll be there but i do like him a lot it was a great pick for them a lot of people you know overlooked 
or overthought Smith, but he's a beast. But other than that, yeah, nothing too much to write home about about this team. I nah, still think that I oh sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say they suck. So <laughs> I don't think they suck as bad as everyone is making them out to be. Um, I just think they're incompetently coached and had the worst quarterback in the NFL last year. Um so like as long as Smith is, I think Smith's gonna have an offensive rookie of your caliber season. Um, I think this offensive line, it can't get worse than it was last year. That entire line was horrible. And I, I literally think there's no way to be worse than last year. And they finished with what, four wins, five wins last year. Um, I think five wins. They were five and 11, I'm pretty sure. Um, I, I think they just can't be worse, like literally. I, I don't think they can be. Their defense still has talent on it at some areas. They won't be good, but they're in a really bad division. So they'll probably sneak in some wins that they shouldn't have. If I mean, the in best division, division is yeah, what you meant. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. In the yeah. Best, yeah. I, you guys are in this division, so I can't really say anything about it. But um, Coming in at number three, hurts me to say, I got the Giants. You actually? Nine, wow. Yeah, I got the Giants at nine and eight. So I have them with a pretty good record, but wow. nine and eight, yeah. In third place, I have the Dallas Cowboys with a nine and eight record. In third place, I have the New York Giants with a seven and ten record. Seven and ten. <laughs> I said this about the Giants. Um, I think the Giants are one of the more underrated teams in the league. I've been saying that for a while now. And that's because I'm in love with the defense and I'm in love with kind of what Patrick Daniel Graham, Jones. No, not in love with Daniel Jones. <laughs> I can confirm that. But what Patrick Graham has done, he's gonna get a head coaching job after this year. I can guarantee it. Um, he was unbelievable last year, and it's only gonna continue this year. The offense, though, like, yeah, it's a problem. Daniel Jones, the, the thing is, though, after Daniel Jones, I think that he's going to lead them, like, not necessarily him lead them, but he's going to, um, like, if the Giants finish with a 9-8 and eight record, which I'm projecting, how good will Daniel have to be? Because he can't be, like, the worst quarterback in the league. But at the same time, there have been many instances where you can be led by your quarterback. I mean, just look at Alex Smith last year, who was arguably the worst starting quarterback in the league, and he went five and one in this six-game span. So, like, you can get quarterbacks with a foundation piece, especially on defense. So I kind of think that's what's going to happen with New York. But um, they talk about Dallas because I have them in third. Dallas is more of the, and it happens every year. I guarantee you they are not going to be as good as people think it happens every single year. And I don't know what has changed this year besides Dak coming back, but I look at last year, they were not good with Dak on the team. The Cowboys every year, they hype them up. The offense looks electric and it wasn't even under this tenure of Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper. It was when it was Tony Romo, Jason Witten, and Des Bryant on the team. It was that same narrative because Dallas is America's team, and they always get hyped up. They're going to finish with a 9-8 record. I had, that's what I had them at, but I promise you, like they're not going to be as good as people think. And that offense, it's electric. Do not get me wrong. That is the best wide receiver room in the league. But defensively, they are still a nightmare. And even though you have Dan Quinn as your DC, he's not going to make the monumental changes that some uh, Dallas fans thinks he's going to do in his first year. Because Dan Quinn is a head coach, and I understand we can't really compare the two, was not good last year, especially defensively. We saw what that Atlanta defense was like. So all in all, Dallas is going to be 
a winning team, but I just am not super high on them as so many people think. I've seen in so many years prior, people picking them to win the division. People are picking them to win it this year. I don't know what has changed besides you guys thinking that Dak will translate wins to this team. And no offense to Dak because he is a top six, seven quarterback in this league. And I have him kind of as like a future preview as the easy comeback player of the year. But he didn't, he didn't translate wins the way people thought, especially Dallas fans thought. So I'm not as high on Dallas. And it's not even because I'm a Washington fan. I just praise that I think they have a top five offense in the league. That wide receiver core is fantastic. And defensively, you can't get much, much worse than last year. I think they'll improve slightly, but still to the point where it's not good. Dallas is just going to lose games. And I think against Tampa week one, there's a good chance they could get dominated. So we'll see. Um, and I don't like Mike McCarthy as their head coach. Sam can obviously vouch for that. Yeah, that guy uh, sucks. He's not good. And there's, I don't like Kellen Moore's the OC. Dan Quinn is a DC. Like I said, don't think it's going to work out the first year, but in the long term, I think it will. So not a lot of like about this Dallas team and I'm higher on New York. I have them as the same record, but. Um, I think that uh, New York gets second place and I just don't personally see the Dallas hype again this year. Um, let's talk about the giants. I said, I, fit, I have them finishing third. This is a team that is probably from just first glance, one of the widest ranges of outcomes of any NFL team this year. Um, they could win five games. If Daniel Jones is, you know, the Daniel Jones that we got last year in the back half of the year where he's thrown for 10 touchdowns and like 14 interceptions, I can see it happening. Daniel Jones to me has more talent than like, he's not talent wise, the worst quarterback in the NFL, worst starting quarterback, um, because he can make some pretty good throws at times, but his decision-making is very, very bad. Um, and yeah, that's really what it comes down to. And when you have a great defense with the Giants, um, they have the potential to be a top five defense if they stay healthy. Uh, you don't want a guy that's going to be throwing, you know, maybe 20 interceptions and fumbling the ball, you know, 15 other times. Like, that's not a, that's not what you want. You want a guy like Alex Smith, like you mentioned, was good for Washington because he wasn't a turnover guy. Um, Daniel Jones, on the other hand, is more of a – he can make throws that Alex Smith couldn't make. He's not going to throw the ball, you know, four yards past the line of scrimmage every play, but he might throw in interceptions a lot. He might fumble. So it's not great. But overall, the offensive weapons are ridiculous. One of the more talented, you know, offenses in terms of weapons in the league. And um, the defense is great. Like you said, Patrick Graham has done an unbelievable job with this defense. So I like them like that. But at the same time, the reason why I have the Cowboys, I have the Cowboys at nine and eight. I have them in seconds. So same record. I have them with the uh, tiebreaker. Um, you mentioned Dak coming back and even with Dak last year, they weren't very good. I hate Mike McCarthy myself, but I do think you're going to see obviously an offensive line. That's much different than it was last year. You're going to see a healthy offensive line. And in turn, that's going to change this entire offense. Yeah. They were still good at the beginning of the year, but they're going to have that for the entire year now. And I think that's going to in turn win them games. Unfortunately, they couldn't win those early on last year, but with the healthy offensive line, you're going to get a much better Zeke. You're going to get a great Dak. The offensive CD is going to be unbelievable. He almost had a thousand yards with basically no one throwing him the ball last year. It was a train wreck. Uh, great rookie season. If it wasn't for Justin Jefferson, people would be talking about CD a lot more. He's extremely talented. So I think they can win nine games with that offense. Yeah, I guess I'll just touch on both of them. Um, I have the Giants at seven and 10. 
reason being is I just hate Daniel Jones. I think he's going to be the worst starting quarterback in the NFL next year, honestly. Um, I'm sorry, Sully, but I, I, I feel Diamond. that way. I've heard that a lot. I just <laughs> Un- think Understandable. I just think he's going to be awful. This team already kind of feels like it's in a weird spot because Tony isn't playing. Galladay isn't playing. Evan Ingram sucks. Um, True. <laughs> and this offensive line is still a train wreck. True. Um, you know, Saquon could. The offensive line is worse than we thought it was going to be, honestly. It's worse than I thought it was going to be. So that, that's not good. That's a real bad sign. Saquon might change the trajectory of this offense, but that's asking a lot of him. Um, I just don't think Daniel Jones is a quarterback that can take advantage of like a Galladay skill set. Skill set. Um, this defense is gonna be good. I'm I'm comfortable saying that. Um, but man, like I feel like last season's run was a little lightning in a bottle esque. Um, this season is gonna be kind of just similar. Just instead of all of the lightning in the bottle shit from the Giants last year happening in the second half of the season, I think it's going to be more spread out. Um, And with the Cowboys, I have them second. Um, I have them at eight and nine. So I think that's kind of funny that I have them as a lower seed or lower record than both of you. Um, I I just think this defense is horrible. Um, Plain and simple. They're going to put up points, but this defense is horrible. And I don't trust Mike McCarthy. Uh, I've talked about it so many times about how much I hate that man, how much of a bad coach he is. Um, they're going to be good on offense. Yeah. Defensively though. I just, I have no faith. Um, I look at this defense and I'm just like, they're going to suck again and they're going to make bad decisions and I'm used to it. It's pretty much it. But uh, yeah, we all got, we all got a, uh, Washington number one. Yep. I got I got Washington at ten and seven. Me too. Me too. But cool. Look at that. Uh yeah. Kurt, I mean yeah. let's like Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. You wanna Kurt you wanna give all. us your quick rundown? Um your MLA format. Yeah, yeah, my MLA format. Um Washington, and I'm gonna kind try and keep this as unbiased as possible. If you guys don't know, I am a Washington fan, but the Washington's defense is obviously what carries this team and what carried that team last year. It is unbelievable in the front seven, you could argue, is probably the one of the best front seven in all football. So with that going for you, you're always going to be a competitive team. The offense has some question marks, though, because we have seen Curtis Samuel. You know, is he going to play week one? And if so, how healthy is he going to be? Ryan Fitzpatrick, he says this is the, this is the best he's felt in all of his career. Does he mean that? Is his quarterback play going to result in a lot of turnovers? Or if with the weapons he has, is it going to be one of his better seasons in his career? Um, the offensive line, it's about it's around the average mark in the NFL. Is it going to improve and go towards the top 10? Or is it going to go towards the bottom 10? We have to see. So especially offensively, there are some question marks for Washington. But I think with Ron Rivera and with a great coaching staff that exists, with Scott Turner, Jack Del Rio. There's a lot to like about this team, a lot to like a lot to like about the coaching staff. So they went seven and nine last year and they massively improved. And against a weak division, I think it'd be crazy to say they're not going to improve off that. Um, so that's why I'm a fan of Washington this year. But that obviously translates to the four seed. And I think that playing a five seed who, you know, could come from the NFC West, it'll be a tough first round matchup for them in the playoffs. 
Yeah, I, I like Washington this year. Um, like you said, the defense, I'll go quickly. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is good, though, because this defense is obviously not going to let up a lot of points. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is a you know quarterback that can actually win you a game on the final drive. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not not. I'm not not confident in Ryan Fitzpatrick if he's my quarterback going out there with Washington's weapons, which are pretty decent to like get a final drive to win a game. I Ryan Fitzpatrick is a solid quarterback. He's done it before. He'll do it again. Um, so I think they can actually win close games. And I think they're going to have a lot of close games because they have such a good defense. So I like Washington. I also have them in the four seed. Yes. Uh, pretty much all you guys said their defense is going to be in contention for the best in the NFL. Pretty confident in saying that. And also, this offense is going to be fun as fuck. Pretty much it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to have a great year. And I don't think they need Curtis Samuel. I don't think even if he starts off a little slow, I don't think that's like a huge loss for them. But it would be a big positive if they do get him. Yeah, back. where they got Diami. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, Sam's boy, good. Diami. Antonio Gibson is going to have a year. Oh, agreed. He's unreal. Um, all right. And last division. AFC East. So for last in AFC East, I got a New York team, the Jets, four and thirteen. Me as well. Five and twelve. Four and thirteen. Good. Um, there's really nothing they're, they're, they're to not, talk not about. Much to say. Uh, I'm excited to see Zach Wilson play. He's shown a lot in preseason. Um, he 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 had a lot of rumblings that he wasn't very good early on, that he was struggling and people were overreacting. I overreacted a little bit because he was a guy that could, I could see like falling into bad habits and, you know, not being very good, but I could also see him, you know, rising up very quickly and being electric. Um, so I think he's going to be good this year, but overall team's obviously not very good. Tony Romo thinks he's going to be unbelievable though. Uh, you guys saw that quote. Thinks he's going to be top five, like in oh. the second year or something. Oh, Tony. Tony's pretty good at predicting this football stuff. So I don't know. this roster just stinks. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty much it. And they're already getting a ton of injuries, which sucks. Um, but I think Robert Sala will be great as head coach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, coming in, no, coming in number three, I have the Dolphins. Me too. At nine and eight. Me too. 11 yeah. and six. No, at, at, at number you three, the Dolphins at eleven and six. Yes. Oh my. You have God. the Dolphins coming in at third place at eleven and eleven wins, eleven mm-hmm. and six. Oh my. Okay. That's that, interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Would you like to elaborate? <laughs> I just love this team. Uh, I I really do like this team. Uh, I I think it's just the fact that I believe in two a lot more than you both. Oh no, he's two is, pretty, two is pretty bad. I don't think he's a like. I don't think he has any elite skills, which is crazy to say. But you could say I, the same thing about Drew Brees. Uh, well, I mean, Drew Brees' accuracy and decision. Well, I actually decision making. You could say making, the same about Tua. I don't think That's so. That's what Tua is good at. That's exactly what okay. He, you, he could be that could be his strength, but that doesn't mean he's elite at it. No, I'm not saying he's elite at it. He's one year in the league and he got I think that's with yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm just saying I believe in his progression that he can get to that point. I think that's fair. He had a pretty good preseason. I think most people that watch the preseason and would say and, and I wouldn't say, oh, it's just preseason. He didn't get a ton of snaps. I mean, he was a he's 
was in and out, like you said, with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So any sort, of, any sort of snaps that he's getting are pretty big. You should definitely look into those. And during the this preseason, he looked pretty good. So I would say anyone that watched that are definitely higher on him than they were, you know, four or five weeks ago, as I am a little bit. That's kind of why I have him at nine and eight. I think it's a pretty solid record. The defense is very good. Um, so it kind of is just relying on Tua. I don't love the weapons that they have for Tua. Um you know, I mean, Waddle can work with him, but I, the Will Fuller really didn't make much sense to me. Uh, it opens stuff up, but it's just not for, it's not to his guy. I don't think they're going to work well together, but um, I think nine and eight's fair. 11 is, Adam, I'm, I'll, I don't know, man. I'm hey, interested to I, see. I, I just really love Brian Flores. I thought with how much, you know, cycling and everything, how dramatically bad that offense was last year, you know, they still came out of it with what 10 and six, 11 and five. They still came out of it with a really great record. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel the same way. Like they switched up their OC. I think Tua is going to be more comfortable. I believe in him progressing. Um, I know you guys don't, but I do. And I just think it's hard for this offense to be worse. Pretty much. I like Tua. And I just don't like, like I know you don't. I, that's that's a, fair. That's fair. But that's, that's the fair. thing is it's like, I'm not even saying that because it's like the easy public decision, like, or opinion. It's just like, if I thought he was going to be good, I would not be afraid to say it. I just don't think he is. And obviously with that quarterback play, I think he's going to be one of the worst starters in the league. And how good can your team be? If that's the case, um, the offensive line is still shaky for them. The defense is obviously yeah. A very good thing. Um, but I don't know. I love Buffalo and New England a lot more than Miami. And Miami could sneak into the playoffs easily. And they were obviously in contention last year, but I'm just not really seen as high on them as you are. All right. Well, let's go to number two. At number two, I got the Patriots at 10 and seven. I have the Patriots at 11 and six. I also have the Patriots at 11 and six. Okay. So you have the Patriots. This is a tiebreaker of a Dolphins. I do, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, we talked, we've been talking about the Patriots a lot. They're one of the most talked about teams this offseason because they made so many additions. Um, I still, I think we can all agree, we didn't love the additions overall, but they did make a lot of them, and it should be a lot better than what they had. Um, I think we all agreed that we do like the Mac Jones decision. Is it, is oh, that, I uh, love the. Oh Mac yeah, Jones we decision. we we all yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah, which me and Kurt have been saying for a long time that Cam just sucks. He's not good. <laughs> He's uh, so yeah, I think I think Bill kind of saw that, and for Bill to go with the rookie is it's rare. It's interesting. Suck. He definitely yeah. It's either Cam really sucks or Mac Jones is pretty good. I think it's a little bit of both, honestly. I think Mac Jones is going to be surprising people. I think he's going to be pretty good this year. I don't think he's going to have like a slow start or anything like that. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty solid team, and the de- the defense is obviously very good. I don't really know the the Gilmore situation though. He's not playing yet, or did he get injured? He's injured, but I think he's out okay. for like the first six weeks of the season. Is that was like he, a was he put it, on pup? I believe so. Okay. okay. I didn't know if it was like a fake injury. Cause I know he's got this contract situation, right? He does. Yeah. So, I mean, he's on the pup, so it doesn't matter if it's I believe real or not. But, um, we'll, we'll say he is, but yeah, everyone, obviously Tom Brady left town. Patriots struggled. People wrote bill off a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about bill when we get to the awards, at least I will, but 
Ooh. I think Bill's going to have a great year. He's going to come back, going to show he's the best, still the best coach in the league, best game planner. Um, he's going to win a lot of games. Like, there's going to be a lot of games where it's just you're not going to be able to beat the Patriots. They're going to be back to the old, you know, those young quarterbacks that go in there <laughs> to uh, New England. You're not going to win those games against Bill uh, with this defense. Um, so, yeah, 10 and 7, Patriots. I have them making the playoffs. Me too. Patriots are booming. Um, uh, I will ask you guys really quickly. I know Bill said no, but how much do you think Cam being unvaccinated played into him getting cut? I'm serious, though. Um, Just think about it. Like, he obviously had the instance where he wasn't, and he had to step away, and that's where Mac Jones came in and really showed he was the guy. And also, Bel- Belichick has expressed so many times, we are a better football team if everyone is. Like, Bel- Belichick doesn't put up with any shit. We know that. Like, and P, P, um, PMT was talking about it. And Big Cat was like, I think he just fucking sucks. Yeah, that's and, what I think too. And PFT was like, I think it like a little bit has to do with him being unvaccinated. So yeah, I, I think it's like 98% talking. performance and then like a, it's a little push over the edge, but I think he was probably already off the cliff. Yeah, I think they might've just cut him for the sake of if he, he's got so many of these COVID moments that they're just like we're not dealing with this shit yeah, well, I think, and, like and i think they outbreak. cut him because it's like like can you look max gonna have, make mistakes he's gonna have bad games he's a rookie we knew that right we know this is gonna happen if that happens like boston is a tough place to like receive praise they're gonna criticize mm-hmm. the fuck out of him and yeah. if you have can't think they're gonna call for cam I guarantee you there, there have been many there have been, I have at least talked to and seen many New England fans who thought Cam should have been the starter and was I, praising him. And you cannot tell me what they like. That's just such a distraction, though, to Mac. No, like if Mac has a bad game. Everyone's going to be calling for Cam to come in. Half the locker room is probably going to want Cam to come in. It just causes such like a dramatic scene, in my opinion. So maybe. Well, whatever. Bills finishing us the one seed anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, Bills one are. You mean first in the division? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have them at twelve and five, third seed in the AFC. Me too. Thirteen and four. Okay. Bills would be great. Uh, I have Josh as the MVP. So. Okay, I have him as oh, a. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. Let, okay, do we want to talk about the Bills at all before we get to awards? They'll be good. We'll talk about in the playoffs. Okay. Time. Yeah. Bills yeah, are really good, guys. Place. Bills are really good. We agree. Yeah. Yeah. All bills right. are good. Award time, baby. All right. Oh, awards. Let's well, I just go. told um, you my MVP. Do you yeah. want to start with MVP or what do you want to start? We'll start, with? we'll start with MVP. We'll start with MVP. Um, mine's a little boring. I also have a hyphen. I have like a slash uh, because my pick's boring. My slash pick is Josh Allen. He's like my secondary pick. I have Patrick Mahomes winning though. Um, I think the offensive line is going to be great. And I, he's the best quarterback in the league. He'll have the best stats and he didn't win it last year. So I feel like he's probably going to win it this year. Um, yeah, if he stays a, healthy, I put a couple honorable mentions too. So I can read those once Sam is done with his pick. Uh, I have Patrick Mahomes winning far and away. Okay. Um, I think he's going to be unbelievable this year. Um, I think he's going to, be in contention to break the passing yards record um, this season. Yeah, he's pretty good. 17 games helps play into that. And the Bills being right on their ass will have him play 17 games. Um, I think this offense is going to be better. This offensive line is going to be better. I think Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill are going to have elite seasons. And 
the Chiefs are the best team in football in my predictions. So makes sense. It usually goes to the quarterback on the best on one of the top four seeds in the NFL. That's usually where MVP goes nowadays. And I'm giving it to the one that I think will have the best year. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, offensive player of the year. Sure. All uh, right. Mine's okay. a little, mine's a little, I don't know if it's bold, but I have I'm, Nick Nick Chubb winning this. I like that. Interesting. Um, it, I just I just yeah. I'm in love with the like Browns, it. and I think the rushing attacks can be phenomenal. And even with Kareem Hunt in the backfield, too, I think Chubb's in for an electric year. I'm not looking into Hunt being in the backfield too much. When you got Chubb, he's gonna be the guy and he's gonna have an unbelievable year. My offensive player of the year is Dalvin Cook. Good. Uh not much to say. He's incredible. He he catches the ball. He runs. Vikings should be very good. I have him as a five C, eleven and six. So I got Dalvin. All right. Well, I have a receiver. Uh, well, this award is basically turned into a skill position player because it used to go to quarterbacks a lot, but now it's kind of just who is the best skill position player. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, the Cy Young and the MVP now. And the Cy Young is the MVP of the NFL. And now offensive player is yeah. the MVP of the baseball. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. Um, I still think he'll be the focal point of the Packers offense. I still think this Packers offense is going to be elite. Uh, there's no reason for me to think otherwise. And I truly believe Devontae Adams would have won offensive player of the year last year or would have been a heavy consideration. Who won he, uh, Derek Henry. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. had Adams played the four games he missed. He missed four games last year, was top three in voting, had 18 touchdowns and like 1,300 yards. Pretty good season. Pretty good. In 12 games. Yeah. So I think he'll put up similar numbers to that maybe not as many touchdowns, um, but he will be up there in the yardage. And I still think he'll have an elite season. Um, I nearly went uh, Travis Kelsey. I will say good that pick. that'd be because because I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have that unreal of a year. So that's why I almost went Travis Kelsey. But then I'm kind of like, well, when you just give it to the quarterback because the quarterback's the one that like gives him the most stats, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I went I with Adams. You. Cool. Uh, defensive player of the year. I went with Miles Garrett. I went with Nick Bosa. I called for it last year. Interesting. He got injured. Not this year. He'll be healthy, and he's going off this year. Man, I was boring. Uh, I picked Aaron Donald. <laughs> Dude, that, there's no boring in that, though. Like It's, it's, it's just... literally the most boring pick, but it's so – it's it's predictable. Like, no. I think the Rams are going to be great this year. He'll be a huge part of it. I think a top-10 moment last year of the NFL – was J.J. Watt crying on Twitter for two days straight about T.J. Watt not winning that award? Like, it was like, five, it was like five tweets every hour. And it'd be like, T.J.'s frustrated he didn't win. And I'd be like, Hey, man, like, he's sticking up for his brother. Come on. I, I don't – if Evan – if my brother Evan won, like, defensive player of the year, I'd be like, yeah, if he lost, I'd be like, yeah, you fucking suck. Win it next year, dude. Dude, I – Aaron Donald literally is in contention for arguably the best football player of all time. I'm not even kidding when I say that. Um, See, he's that ridiculous. 
We can talk about that a different day. I disagree. <laughs> you cannot disagree with me. He has my, been best defensive player. Well, because the way I look at no, it, I my top say, my top five, top seven are all quarterbacks. I, no, I I'm wouldn't taking even put another position value. there. I am taking okay, away positional value. I mean, yeah, I don't want to discuss that. So yeah. Well, you should. Just your like football that, ability, Aaron Donald is definitely up there. I, I Zach has poisoned your mind with the he only makes one play. No, no, no. Quarter. I was the one who the fucking back. stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Back against that, you know, I fought back against that. I think oh, that's such a stupid take. I know um, he literally makes a play every fucking play. It's yeah. stupid. <laughs> he makes a play even when you don't think he's making a play. He's making every play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, let's go to coach of the year. I got, like I mentioned earlier, I got Bill Belichick winning. Um, I mean, I have him as the sixth seed, and I like I can't remember recent like the six seeds win coach of the year. I feel like no, but they did no, make well, the playoffs Stefanski last year. Stefanski won so. it last year, and he was a sixth seed. Okay, so what it, my just my reasoning is like he, he didn't make the playoffs last year. Obviously, I think they're going to be pretty good this year. So, and it's kind of it's going to be like okay, Bill Belichick. They're going to look at it and be like, yeah, this guy is the best. They're going to give it to him. I went with Belichick as well, but I put a note in that I think a, like it's going to come down to the wire against Staley. Well, that was who my pick was. It was Brandon Staley. Um, I don't think Belichick's going to win Coach of the Year ever again. Um, nah, he's winning I mean, this year. It's it's Bill yeah, Belichick. Everyone everyone acknowledges that he's the best coach in the NFL. He's just not going to win it. They just got to give him one more cherry on top, you know? Yep. I think he, he deserves it for sure, but I think the coach of the year award, it's become so which no, they're coach always looking for the new franchise guy. around yeah. that much, you know, and I think that'll be Staley. Definitely fair. I think um, Staley actually has really good odds from what I remember. He has the best. It's plus 1300, which leads every coach. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. wait. So, like, yeah, but plus 1300 is still crazy value. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Um, Belichick's like plus 2100. It's insane. Like yeah. I, if you put like five bucks on it, like it could be a mad yeah, that's man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I I'm could, saying. Yeah, I could buy out an ASC headquarter. Um, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, defensive rookie of the year. We're, we're doing we're doing rookies, right? Obviously, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, defensive rookie of the year. I went with Joe Tryon. I love that pick. I didn't. I do. Even, I thought about him. I, I, didn't think I just think don't think he's it, gonna but, play enough. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna play enough, but I think when he plays, he's gonna be able to make a lot of plays because yeah. from what I've heard, he's done very well so far. And obviously it's a great defensive unit. So you couple those together. I think he's gonna make he's gonna be efficient when he's on the field. I went with Micah Parsons. It's the boring answer, but just how insane he's looked in preseason. He's going to be the best defensive player probably for Dallas. So I'm gonna go with him. I went with Asante Samuel Jr. Oh, fun one. Fun one. Uh, uh, who was a guy I was really high on uh, coming in the draft. And he went to the Chargers. And he's going to be playing in the perfect scheme fit, the cover four scheme for Brandon Staley. I think he'll be their best corner. Pretty simple. I think he's going to lock dudes up. Lock him up. Lock him up. Coming to jail, baby. Uh, this is going to jail, rookie. Tonight, baby. Offensive rookie, Kanye. Offensive rookie, uh, I went Najee. I went with Mac Jones. I initially had Mac Jones, but my love for someone overpowered it. Can you guys guess who it is? Uh, Justin Fields. No. Oh, what? That's who I would have guessed, yeah. Well, I don't uh, think he's going to play enough. 
Trevor? It's Kyle Pitt. It's Kyle oh, Pitt. Oh, guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have known that. Um, Mac Jones yeah. and the electric. Just, just you know, we'll wait. We'll see. I, I think Najee's just going to get the ball so much that he'll get a thousand yards rushing. I think I'll have a decent yeah, amount yeah. of receiving. Uh, he's going to have the volume. But yeah, there's so many quarterbacks that are going to be playing. Well, you don't know how much they're going to play, but uh, a decent amount of them should play enough to win it. And also, Kyle Pitts definitely up there. So. Even though, a lot of good offensive rookies this year. Yeah, and I compare it to, like, I think it'll be similar to, like, Jacobs, where he'll just get such, like, high volume in that offense to where, like, he'll be in contention by the end of the year. Who's so, Jacobs? Yeah. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Uh, okay. um, yep. All right, our playoff predictions? Come back. We have comeback. Comeback. We all have the same oh, answer, though. Well, I actually don't, but it is going to be Dak, but I put Saquon. Okay. Because I want him to win it. There it is. Because <laughs> I put a Saquon, on, I want him to win it, but I don't even Dak. have him making the playoffs, so it probably won't. Um, I think for this segment, we go through like we go one at a time, and then like at the end, we'll talk about it. Because I feel like for the most part, we'll kind of have like the same teams and like the championship Super Bowl. Yeah, so, sure. So we just, each just read our own brackets off to one another. Yeah, and then at the end, we'll talk about it. All right. All right. So, Holly, want to kick us off? uh yeah i'll start us off here we go let me open this up uh let's go back to the wild card round all right here we go wild card afc i got the titans chargers uh the first round i got the titans winning okay then i got the bills patriots that's an interesting matchup right there can you the say this the seeds yeah yeah so what chargers are the five seed and titans are the four seed okay titans winning that i have the bills as the three seed patriots as the six seed i have the bills winning that I have the Browns as the two seed, the Ravens as the seven seed. The Browns are going to win that. I have the Vikings as NFC. Vikings as the five seed. Washington football team as the four seed. I got the Vikings winning that. I went Washington football team originally, but I changed it to the Vikings actually pretty recently. Um, The six seed is the Niners playing. The three seed is the Packers. I have the Packers winning that. Seven seed is the Cowboys. Two seed is the Rams. And I have the Rams winning that. So on to my divisional round. I have the three seed Bills playing the two seed Browns. The Browns are going to win that. The four seed Titans playing the one seed Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to win that. And the NFC, I have the three seed Packers playing the two seed Rams. I have the Rams winning that. And the five seed Vikings playing the one seed Bucks. The Bucks are going to blow them out. Uh, moving on, uh, conference championship, two seed Browns playing the one seed chiefs. I have the chiefs winning that. And in NFC, I have the two seed Rams playing the one seed bucks. And I have the Rams winning that. Okay. Uh, and on to my super bowl, I have two seed Rams playing the one seed chiefs. I got the chiefs winning the super bowl. All right. Okay. Um, so I have. The five-seeded Patriots playing the four-seeded Colts. I have the Patriots winning that. I had the seven-seed Chargers against the two-seed Chiefs. I have the Chiefs there. The six-seed Ravens against the three-seed Bills. I have the Bills winning that. On to the AFC, I have the seven-seed Seahawks against the two-seed Rams. I have the Rams winning that one. The 49ers as the five-seed against Washington. as the four-seed. I had the 49ers winning that game. Then the Vikings as the six seed against the Packers as the three seed. I have the Vikings winning that one. Moving on up, I have the Browns as the one seed against the Patriots as the five seed. I have the Browns winning that game. 
Chiefs as the two seed, Bills as the three seed. I have the Chiefs, Rams as the two seed, Niners as the five seed. I have the Niners winning that game. Then the Vikings as the six seed, Bucks as the one seed. I have the Bucks. So the one seeded Browns hosting the two seeded Chiefs, but I think the Chiefs win. And then the one seeded Bucks hosting the five seeded Niners. I have the Bucks there. Bucks first Chiefs, and I have the Bucks winning it all. Okay. Wow, repeat. Um, okay. Well, I've got four seed Titans versus the five seed Chargers. Got the Titans winning that. I got the three seeded Browns facing the six seeded Patriots. I got the Browns winning that. Uh, I've got the two seed Bills versus versus the seven seed Ravens. I got the Bills winning that. And to the NFC, I've got the two seeded Packers versus the seven seeded Vikings. I've got Green Bay winning that. Uh, I've got the three-seeded Rams versus the six-seeded Seahawks. I have the Rams blowing them out. Uh, Then I have the four-seeded Washington football team and the five-seeded 49ers. I've got the 49ers pulling that one out. Then over back in the AFC for the divisional, I've got the one-seeded Chiefs versus the four-seeded Titans. Got the Chiefs winning that. Then I have the two-seeded Bills versus the three-seeded Browns. And I have the Browns winning that. Then I have the one-seeded Bucks versus the five-seeded Niners. I have the Bucks winning that one. And then I have the two-seeded Packers versus the three-seeded Rams. And I have the Rams winning that. Um, then I have the Chiefs versus the Browns, the Chiefs hosting. I have the Chiefs winning. Then I have the Rams versus the Bucks in the championship. I have the Rams winning that. And then I have the Chiefs versus the Rams in the Super Bowl. I've got the Chiefs. Look at that. So Look at that, Sam. Me and two. Soli were very similar, Look by at that. the way. We all well, have the Browns in the conference championship, we'll, AFC championship. Um, we'll all post our brackets to the uh, Twitter page, and we'll see which people think is the best. That's what we'll yeah. do. We can all um, agree. Yeah, we'll put yeah. it on our story. Yeah. Instagram we'll story. story. All right, cool. Um, yeah, anything else you guys want to add? But that was I'm like, two days. Two days. Two days until football Two starts. Days, I'm man. excited. Um, it's going to be unbelievable. Let's have a great, great season, season, guys. Yeah. And hey, for all hope, you listeners, yeah. we got Takeaway Tuesday every week. Friday, we'll, we'll see what that is. They were is, holding but... their breath to make sure that was confirmed. Yeah, it's confirmed. We're <laughs> it's second, confirmed, second we're annual on. year doing it. So don't even worry. I'm excited, though. Uh, next pod, we'll be talking about the first game, which is going to be yep. cool. So uh, stay in tune for that. Thank you guys for listening. Leave a like, comment, subscribe. Let's fucking go. AC to the moon, baby. Let's go.